Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only, Edgar Avila. So now that we just got done covering Monday Night Raw and what to expect from that, let's take a little trip. Let's go across the bridge, across the other side of the fence and see what AEW has in store for us this week. And I can't believe what I'm actually seeing is actually an advertised segment for this wrestling show. Tony Khan has a gift for Sting. Oh boy, wonder what that's all about. We're also going to be seeing four titles being defended on this Wednesday as as well as a diamond ring and another random tag team put together why who knows but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't have to make sense because this is pro wrestling all of this and much much more on this episode of snug wrestling podcast episode 80 with me your host my name is edgar so let's get started let's do a sneak peek of aew dynamite that's going to be taking place this wednesday october 25th in philadelphia Pennsylvania. MJF versus the Juice Man Juice Robinson. The Juice won the Battle Royal last week and gets an opportunity for the D. That's the dynamite diamond ring, that is. And Juice Robinson said that he wants to win that ring from MJF so he can pawn it and buy another gold tooth. According to MJF, that ring is worth 50000 or was it 500000 I don't know, but it is a really fancy ring and it's worth a shit ton of money. This match is most definitely definitely gonna get out of hand because the bullet club they always get involved because they're really really nasty heels the bullet club gold they always play the numbers game on all of their opponents and they have been outnumbering mjf however it does appear that mjf actually has friends the group of mass goons that attacked jay white the main guy that was wearing mjf's devil's mask made a small appearance last week on aew collision and hopefully we'll finally get some some answers as to who or whom that is. It's me, Austin! Oh, son of a bitch! What? It's me, Austin! It was me all along, Austin! Hook and Rob Van Dam, they're going to be teaming up again here in Philadelphia versus an unknown team. Hook, he's been in different tag teams with two different partners in the recent weeks. Been doing random tag matches with Rob Van Dam and his other partner was Orange Cassidy. This time, Hook is partnering up with RVD because Hook's other partner, Orange Cassidy, is going to be a part of another tag team match with a new partner of his own. But more on that later on. Tony Khan, he has a gift for Sting. Tony, if you want to give people gifts, you don't have to do it on national TV. That's The Rock's gimmick. Everyone knows that when The Rock gifts someone something, it has to go all over social media. And we get it, Tony. You're a nice guy. You take care of your people. You love your people. Last week, Sting made his retirement announcement, which made a lot of people really, really sad including myself and knowing tony khan the gift he's going to be giving sting is a new 15-year contract with the aew 
Don't quote me on that. I'm just totally kidding, but I would not be surprised. So thank you, Tony, for not letting Sting retire. The Bucks and Hangman versus the Hardys and Brother Zay. I haven't seen the Young Bucks in a while on AEW Dynamite. I completely forgot that they are also champions. The Young Bucks, as well as 40 other people in the AEW roster, also have championship belts. They're the Ring of Honor Trios champions, although in this case, they're the six-man tag belts. In Ring of Honor, they don't call them trios, they call them six-man. The Bucks are also the number one contenders for the AEW Tag Team Championships, but nothing has been said about that either. I hope the Hardys win this match. They haven't held any gold since the Hardys been on AEW. Normally, the Hardys, they don't need to have belts, but the way that Hardys have been used as of late, they kind of need some gold now. They're, they are definitely due to carry some gold in AEW, they being the Hardy Boys. Renee has a sit-down interview with Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho's last TV appearance, he was completely destroyed by Willie Hobbs and was sent to the medical facility. Last week, Don Callis said that they're not done with Chris Jericho, they being the Don Callis family. What, really? This is still going on? Like, what else do you want, Don Callis, from Jericho? What else is there to do? Chris Jericho lost his faction, the JAS, pretty much because of Don Callis. Don Callis also recruited Chris Jericho's prodigy Sammy Guevara and also completely manhandled Chris Jericho physically in the ring by Willie Hobbs. So you already beat him up viciously during a match, gave him like 15 spine busters. And not only that, Don Callis has also been teasing some interest in probably the only person other than Kenny Omega that still has Chris Jericho's back, which is Daniel Garcia. Chris Jericho literally has nothing now what else is there to do i guess we'll find out on wednesday what chris jericho has to say about all of this ruby soho versus sheeta this is for the aew women's championship ruby said in a recent interview that she is tired of everyone pretending like they deserve a championship when really the only one who deserves it is her you know what i get it i'm all about believing in yourself and i'm all about confidence but what the hell seriously why does ruby soho feel like she deserves a title shot she barely wrestles the few times that she has wrestled she's won a match maybe one match recently i don't know why ruby soho thinks so highly of herself but we are going to be seeing ruby soho get a title shot Sheeta defended last week successfully versus emi sakura this week she's also going to defend successfully versus ruby soho and every week after this as well i'm sure we're going to be seeing hikaru Sheeta defend the aew women's champion on dynamite again brian danielson and Claudio versus Orange Cassidy and Okada? Where did this even come from and why? I mean, seriously, not all matches, I'm saying that they have to have storylines or they have to have some type of three, four, five month history behind it. Every now and then we do get some cold matches that are still really good, like the one that we got on Collision with Danielson versus Andrade. But if AEW is randomly going to bring someone from another company in a 
another country, it would be nice to know why, at least. The only thing that I can imagine is this can lead to Danielson versus Okada somewhere down the line. Danielson is also feuding with Malachi Black now because of the events that went down a few days ago on Collision and is also feuding with the House of Black. But why is Orange Cassidy thrown in there? Claudio and Danielson, they're two hell of an athletes, both of these guys. They're a hell of a tag team. If you put these two together in a tag team, sky's the limit for Danielson and Claudio. But I do not care to see them teaming up versus Orange Cassidy and Okada just for shits and giggles. What is going on here? I need answers. And if someone can give them to me, please hit me up. Let me know at Snug Wrestling. That's what you got to look forward to this week on AEW. Let me know what you guys think. Thank y'all for tuning in and I will talk to you soon.